The following program contains names, places, and events that have been anonymized or fictionalized for the purposes of protection and safety. The following program is provided for entertainment purposes only, and any commentary from the hosts are strictly conjecture and should not be held as making any definitive statements about the truth or identity of any particular individuals or circumstances. If you or a loved one are involved in an abusive relationship, please call the National Domestic Violence Hotline at 1-800-799-7233 for support. Hello, my beautiful armchair sleuth. How are you doing today, Hannah? I am wonderful. I'm so excited for today because we're recording more, like we're doing a lot today. We're recording more Patreon stuff. So if you're not on the Patreon, you got to get on the Patreon. It's only $5 a month. It started this week. It's already a huge like group of people, which is so fun. And we have, we're still like figuring some of it out, but we figured out there's like a group chat feature that's literally, it's like a group chat. Like, you know, it's not as annoying as chat, like texting with the group of patrons. I I like it. I think it's cool. It's like, like so much better than a DM, I think. Absolutely. We get to record some of the Patreon stuff today, which that is just so fun. Like you guys' support means the absolute world to us. You know how whenever like you have a new business, you like frame the first dollar bill that you get, Hannah? Yeah. Let's talk about our Hall of Famers. Yeah. I don't know if you guys have ever walked into a business and seen like a framed dollar bill. It's usually like the first dollar that the business made or whatever. So we have some shout outs for our first... Hall of Famers, our first Patreoners, Patreon. patrons, whatever you want patrons. to call them. Do you want to do the honors, Hannah? Certainly. So we're going to just say a big thank you. First people who joined were Lori, Michelle, Shauna, Jordan, and Jamie. We're not saying your last names because for obvious reasons, but we are going to reach out to you via Patreon messaging because we're going to send you a t-shirt. Yay. Yay! These are the first five, and you guys like it's it's just so fun. Like you guys are awesome, so thank you so much. We're we're really excited. Yay. So you get some free dating detectives merch. It's so awesome. There's also still time if you want to join Patreon. You'll get early access when we drop our merch. You'll get to access it before everybody else. Yay! Oh, brown chicken, brown cow. I like it. Are you ready for me to tell you a doozy of a story, a Mackenzie undercover story? I am. I'm actually, just so everybody knows, I'm in New York and sitting by a window. So if the sounds of the city make their way into the episode, just think Embrace of it as it. a little uh, sound effects. It just adds to the story. But I'm so, so excited because you already have been like, already twice before we started recording, Mackenzie's like, this one's so crazy. This one's really good. And I'm like, stop. <laughs> I'm not, I'm getting anxious. I want to hear it. So let's do it. Yeah. I always say this, but this is literally how like every single story starts. So I get a call from a woman. (laughs) Oh boy. So a woman calls me and she says, my boyfriend, we've been together for like 10 years and I think that he's cheating on me. So I need to do surveillance on him. So I'm like, all right, I can help you with that. Well, she has kids at home, so it's hard for her to like, you know, kind of get out. She said, I've been wanting to drive by his work and like see if his car is there, like maybe follow him. But first of all, that's illegal. Don't do illegal investigations on your own. 
I have to say that. But also, he doesn't come home like when he's supposed to, like when he gets off work, right? So where's he going? And so he works at this really big place. Okay. So I go, obviously I go to do surveillance and she wants to know what he's doing from the time he leaves the house in the morning to the time he gets home at night. He says that he's working overtime. She said, I kind of don't believe him. Like he makes good money, but I don't think it's overtime money. And it just, something doesn't feel right. Okay. But she wasn't like super, super concerned about it. Right. But concerned enough to call. Yeah. Concerned enough to call me. So I'm like, okay, we got this. Right. And I'm thinking basic surveillance. This is just a basic domestic case. No big deal. So I go to this guy's workplace and the the place is giant. I don't want to say too much because it might give it away, but this place is huge. And so there's okay. a million cars in the parking lot. Well, whenever he goes into the workplace, he goes in through like a side door where you can, there's not a lot of in and out. Like there's not a lot of traffic through this door. It's like, it's just a side door. Okay. I decide that I'm going to, after his shift, I'm going to sit on the car, meaning I'm just going to keep an eye on the car and see where he goes after work and oh, see what he's I doing. I thought you meant you were just going to like literally sit on top of your car and like <laughs> be like, hey, hey, boo. That's why I had to clarify. I'm like, I have to sit. When, when a private investigator says we're sitting on a car, it means that we're just like sitting and watching a car. <laughs> That's the lingo. Okay, good That's to know. That's the lingo. Good to so, know. <laughs> yeah. So I'm sitting on the I'm sitting on his car and I'm watching to see what he's gonna do after work. So the first two days that I'm doing surveillance on him, I notice that people are not using that side door except to go in. Nobody comes out of that door. So I'm like, all right, you gotta watch the front door. So the first day I'm watching the car. The car never leaves. Like he doesn't ever come back to the car until like later, later, later that night. And he arrives with a bunch of other cars and walks to his vehicle, not from the building, which told me basically that he had just arrived back at the workplace. So he had left, left. with someone else and came back but I couldn't see him because I was not watching the front door. I was watching his car because the place is so huge. So, okay. Yeah. okay. So I'm following. I'm, so I'm sitting there for hours after his shift and I'm like, this guy's car is still here. So I'm thinking he's still inside the building. And then I saw him arrive with many other cars and I couldn't tell which one he got out of. But anyway, so he arrived back at the workplace, walks to his car and leaves. So now I know that he left the building with someone else, left his car at the workplace. So and the what next time about did he get back that night to his so car? So he's supposed to get off at six and he got back to his car at 930. Okay. So, and I'm sitting and I'm telling the wife, like he's at work, like he has not left. And that's what I was, I, you know, in my mind, he was still at here. work. Yeah. I'm sitting on his car and she's like, all right, good. And she was feeling good about that. Like maybe he is just working these extra hours. Okay. So the next day I decide, okay, he's not going to do that again. Now I'm going to watch the front door and I'm going to watch everybody who comes out. So the front of the building has a door. There's like the front of the building is so big and there, the front door, there's one on the, on either side. So if you walk out on the right door, you're going to walk to the right side of the parking lot, which is where his car was parked. So that's okay. the door that I'm watching. So the other side of the building, you can't see that door and where the cars are parked. If you walk out that door, you would go to that side of the parking lot, but his car was not parked over there. You need like four extra eyeballs. 
Yeah. And this is why sometimes you have more than one PI, but it's expensive sometimes to hire Mm -hmm. a private investigator. And so this woman was already expressing she's on a budget. So I'm like, all right, let's just figure out what I can, what I can do without having to call somebody else. So the second day I'm watching the door closest to his vehicle, which makes the most sense, right? Like that's common sense. This is the door that I'm going to watch. So I'm watching, it comes to the end of his shift and he doesn't come out. I can see the front door. I can see where his car would back out if he was to leave. I can see everything, right? He does not come out the door. The car does not leave. And I'm like, damn it. Did I lose him again? Did I miss him again? So I just keep watching this particular door. Okay. So I'm sitting outside in the parking lot, in my car, backed in. And I'm like, I am not going to miss this guy. So I'm just watching the door. Well, finally, I see his car leaving, but he did not walk in front of me, nor did he come out of that door. So I know that again, he left and came back. So now I have to figure out a way that I can watch him leaving. So I decide that I'm going to go in and scope out the building. Like I want to go inside and this is not a place for like consumers to just like walk in all willy nilly, right? It's like more corporate. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. So like this industrial kind of corporate situation. Now I'm excited. I (laughs) want to like, what character did she create to get in this building? (laughs) Let's go. So, So I have to go in and this place has like, I would just for lack of a better term, I'd call it a lobby. And there's a woman who is sitting behind the desk. And so I'm like, oh, good. It's a woman. Like usually if it's a man, I can usually flirt my way into some questions or whatever. Well, I can see that in the lobby, when you're sitting inside, you can see if somebody comes out the main door into the lobby from behind where the I guess, receptionist or secretary is or whatever, and they can go to the right or to the left. Well, there's a little leather couch in there that's like, it reminds me of like a porn, a porn couch. Like, like Like the casting couch. (laughs) Yes. Thank you. The casting couch where it's like black leather. It's toe up. Like it is this far off the ground. Like it's really short. And I'm like, okay, this is uncomfortable. Well, I know it's getting close to six o'clock. And so he's getting off work. And so I know that he's leaving right? So because he's coming back and not leaving this building and he's not coming from the side door. So I'm Did like- just like for, lay down on the couch and like, <laughs> take a nap, like, just wait. So I go and talk to this woman. Well, now she wants to know like what I'm doing there, right? And it's not like, she doesn't let you into the building. There's literally just a couch in there for if you're waiting for someone. So I'm pretending to be on my phone, pretending to have this in co- this conversation. So she doesn't want to interrupt me, right? So Smart she's just allowing me to you. have my conversation. Yeah, like I'm just like, if I'm on the phone, she won't interrupt me. So I sit down on this porn star casting couch and I'm just like <laughs> minding everyone's business who's leaving the building. And this girl's cute and, you know, she's just minding her own business, doing her computer thing, whatever. And you're not threatening. If you walked into a waiting room or a lobby, it would take a long time for someone to be like, raise an eyebrow. Yeah. Like, and this is a big place. So like, you know, whatever. And there's no, like, I'm a girl, you know, I'm unsuspecting, whatever. So, and this girl at the desk, she's so cute. And I was kind of judging a little bit. I was like, you know, she's a cute, she's a cute young girl. She's pregnant. She's adorable. She's got this cute glow on her face. Like for sure. It doesn't sound like judging. That sounds really nice. Well, so I was thinking about her. Because of these characteristics that she had, like I can totally manipulate her into letting me sit there. So so 
I kind of now was I judging understand. her looks based on based on how much I could manipulate her. Like, you know, I call it social engineering. And so I couldn't stay on the phone, the pretend phone forever. So I'm talking to her. Now I want to find out what time do most, does everyone get off at six? Like, what's the deal here? And so I'm talking to her and I can see that she's pregnant. So I can talk about being a mom and like, that's how you talk to people. You relate to them with something they're going through, right? So she's, so she's talking to me and I'm asking her questions about the facility and, you know, how long has she been working there? Oh my God. And where did you get this couch? I love it. <laughs> the, Do you know where it's From the set from? of like Debbie Does Dallas. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, it was You're so like, yeah, bad. Yeah, it was donated. Yeah, it definitely like, was. Yeah. So I'm striking up a conversation with her. Now, mind you, this pretty young girl, you know, she starts talking to me and there's a little naivete when it comes to younger people sometimes. And at this point, she's opened up to me and I'm just smiling and asking her all about herself and about whatever. And she goes to tell me about her life and she's talking about her family. And then she talks about how she's going to have this baby and she's really excited about it. And she, she confides in me that she's having this relationship with this guy who's uh. also in a relationship. <gasps> and she's like, so my boyfriend, like, well, he's not my boyfriend, but he's definitely my baby's dad. And like, I think that he wouldn't still be with me if like, if he knew that or if I wasn't pregnant, then he would definitely not want to be with me. And so this is definitely a God thing. Like I'm so grateful to God that for this baby, because I don't think he would love me. Otherwise, I think he would choose his girlfriend over me. And so if you could see my face right now. (laughs) So you're piecing this together, right? Like, do you see where I'm going with this? Uh Uh-huh. So she's telling me about this guy that she's dating that she works with. And I'm like, oh no, please don't. Like, please don't tell me. So it comes, and this is like, we're talking like just 15, 20 minutes, right? How easy was it to get that information? Like she wanted to. It was just a girl to girl conversation. And so when I was talking about the facility and I was like, oh, like, I was like, does your husband or boyfriend, you know, does he work nearby? You know, do you guys, are you guys ready Uh and all this stuff? And she's like, well, he actually works here and he's just like, he's kind of seeing someone, but I think that he's going to break up with her. But thank God that I'm pregnant because if it wasn't for this pregnancy, I don't think he would have chosen So she just came out with it. She like it's to- just all willy-nilly. I'm like, girl, I am a stranger. What are you doing? So, But she's That's proud like of it. Drunk bathroom in a bar energy. Like 100%. you just need to talk to some, some strange, stranger girl and connect like you've never connected before. Yeah. Okay, wow. But she's, so she's trusting me, right? And I'm like, listen, keep spilling it. But I'm putting the pieces together and I'm just sitting there going, please don't be my guy. Well, sure as shit. My guy comes out from the back, from the one door that everybody comes out of. And I spot him and I'm like, oh no. And so like my butthole is puckered. I'm like, please do not walk up to this girl. Okay. And so I'm like, I'm about to witness this. Now, mind you, I have my, I use my um, cell phone sometimes as like covert video. I have this like covert app. I'm videotaping this whole, this whole thing. So the guy comes out from this door that everybody comes out of, right? And that's where you have to choose to walk all the way to the right and go out that door to the parking lot or go down the hallway all the way to the left to go out to that parking lot, okay? So it's kind of like separated. He comes out and he grabs her by the hand, like she's closing down shop on the front desk or whatever. I don't know if she's like a secretary or like some kind of- Probably receptionist. 
Maybe, but like the phones were ringing and she was not answering them. So I'm confused, but whatever. <laughs> well, I didn't say she was a good receptionist. <laughs> so he grabs her hand and they don't kiss or anything, which is like, that would be unprofessional. But also I feel like we're kind of far from professional at this point because now she's spilling her guts about being pregnant with this guy who's like cheating on his girlfriend with her, but whatever. So he grabs her hand. Well, they start walking out the opposite door, which is explains why I hadn't seen him if he's walking out that door. Uh, uh, uh. Tricky, tricky doors. Yeah. So I have two choices. I can either walk out the door behind them, see what car they get into, and then like just document the tag number and then that's it. Or I can walk the other way and get back to my car and just hope I can figure out what car they're in and follow them. Do you see what I'm saying? So you have to make a choice. Yeah. So what would you do? Uh, okay, wait. So I can either <laughs> follow them and get the tag number. But not be would, able to follow them where they go. Or I would try to... Okay, so I did do cross-country and track. But I guess <laughs> you would if run. I were to... I was like, I could follow them, get the tag number, sprint to my car. But I'm now <laughs> thinking that might be a little bit noticeable. Well, so this is, Um, yeah, well, not only that, but now you have to make a decision. Now, mind you, this place is huge, right? So by the time you get back to your car, you're going to miss them leaving the parking lot. I think I would follow to to get the tag because it seems like it would be really hard to find their car. That's what I did. So I was like, well, I want to find out what car they're leaving in because if I give up the ghost now, if I let them go now, then later I'm going to know what car they're in so I can do the surveillance any other time going forward, right? So I decide to to go out behind them and just kind of like, you know, walking with the crowd. Everyone else is kind of leaving. A lot of them are leaving at the same time. And I get the tag number. So when you get the tag number on a car, it tells you the name of the person who the vehicle is registered to, their address. It tells you all the things, right? Yeah. So I'm like, okay, well, at least I have this information. And now I know it seems like this is the third time, you know, that this guy is, you know, I'm going to get him like third time's a charm, right? So I decide that I'm going to get the tag number. So now I know who's driving the car, who it belongs to, all the things. Okay. So here's where it gets funsies. (laughs) Okay. So now we know who the car belongs to, but I don't want to tell the wife yet because when I'm out on a surveillance, I try not to give too much information because a lot of people will, they will rush to the scene or they will make like snap decisions, like based on like right then and there. So I try, it's not that I'm trying to withhold information. It's just that I'm trying to do everything safe for everyone. And you also want the whole picture before you like assume. Yeah, exactly. I don't want, and if if once I paint a picture in my head, I don't want to paint that opinion in my client's head. I want to wait till I have all the facts and then paint a bigger picture with all, with every, with all the information. Okay. So I get the tag number. I find out who the car belongs to. The next day I go back. And I can, it's the same thing. The girl's working the desk. My guy's car is there, right? So now I know that if they leave together, it's going to be in her car. So mm-hmm. I go and sit on her car. But this time, he does not leave with her. So I decide I'm going to follow her because I want to know what she's doing. So this time I'm like, oh, he's going to leave with her. He's done this the last three days. So for sure, this is a habit. Like this is, you know, once you see somebody's habit. Well, sure enough, as soon as I assumed that he was going to leave with her, she left by herself. Okay. This girl goes home. 
Okay, I follow her to her house, which is the address that the car is registered to. She gets out of the car. She's not pregnant. Ah! Ah! I don't know what it was, but she did something in her car that I did not see. I was following her. I didn't fake, know. She had a fake little belly and she took it off. She was not pregnant. And so she's leaving. Now, my question is, first of all, if you, How? like, are you not doing the nasty? Like, she's visibly pregnant. Like, at That's least my three or question. four months. At least three to four months pregnant. Like, at least. But she she looks, she is visibly pregnant. When I saw her, she was pregnant. When she walked, she was pregnant. She had the, like, her body was pregnant. Like, her body was pregnant. And so I was like, wait a minute. And so I thought, I was like, maybe I accidentally got behind the wrong car or something. And, like, it, now I'm, like, it was it's another red car or whatever. And I followed the wrong woman. And I'm like, no, that's totally her. It's this the is address, the address though. of the cars. And so I'm like. This bitch got into this car pregnant and got out of this car not pregnant. My head is freaking spinning, okay? I mean, there's one theory. I'm like, oh, Mackenzie's so overwhelmed. She can't breathe. Um, <laughs> like, I guess you could, I, there's a part of me that's like, could somebody like fake pregnancy and want to get maternity leave and then be like, I mean, you'd have to show a baby at some point though. Or maybe. Wait, that's what I'm thinking. Know. Like, so I'm thinking, so my very first thought was like, she's tricking this guy. Yeah. She right? just wants to lock him, lock him in. Yeah. And so because of what she said, like she literally had a conversation with me about how if it wasn't for the pregnancy, he wouldn't have chosen her. He would have definitely like chosen his, his girlfriend or whatever. Right. I like, love that. She was like, this is definitely God's doing. It's like, if by God, you mean Amazon for the pregnancy belly, right? bought, then yeah, this whole thing is weird. Like, I'm like, there's no way, like, this is absolutely not happening. Right. And so I'm thinking to myself, I can do one or two. I should call the client right now and like let her know what's going on or we need to let this play out. And so my client's calling me and I'm like, listen, let's wait. So I made her wait. I'm like, let me get some more information. So I'm sitting there and I'm like baffled. So I'm on the Google machine while I'm sitting in my car. Like this girl goes home. She goes inside, not pregnant. And I'm sitting there like on the side of the road, just parking like I would normally park to do a surveillance. And a man shows up to the house. I run the tag, same address, same last name. This is her husband. So I I continue to do research and I'm like, no freaking way. Like, hold on a what? minute. So, okay, recap. My client says her boyfriend is cheating on her, right? He's clearly cheating on her with the receptionist at his workplace, okay, who is pregnant. He's leaving with her each day. But then she goes home to her house to her husband where she's not pregnant, okay? So I'm thinking, what in the goldfish crackers? Like, I cannot, I don't understand. I caramba. Yeah. So the next day, I do surveillance on the guy again. He goes to work, right? After work, they leave together again, okay? They go out to dinner. They go go out to dinner together. She's pregnant. She's quote-unquote pregnant. Yes, she's quote unquote pregnant. They go to dinner. 
they go to a like a not a bar but like a like a nice place that has a bar or whatever. He has some drinks. She does not drink. She's just drinking like water or whatever. And I'm mm-hmm. videotaping them. And as I'm videotaping, you can see like I start really paying attention. And you can see in her outfit there's like a there's like a fold like right where her yes! waist is, like right where her her hips and her waist meet. There's a little strap. And I'm like, "Oh, you can clearly see it in the video. And I'm like, no way. Like, but I also like, I couldn't get close enough to hear their conversation unless I was standing right next to them. Cause this place is kind of loud. And so I'm like, damn it. Like, how can I find out like literally what is going on and ask the right questions? So I wanted to know how I can get more information. So while they're at this place, I go out to my car, back to my surveillance, and I'm sitting on the car that they're in, just like, I'm waiting for them to leave. And I'm thinking, like, what can I do? What can I say? What kind of social engineering can I do to get some information? So I call the wife. Well, she's not his wife. She's his girlfriend. Whatever. I call the, my client. Mama. The girlfriend. Okay, the real, actual baby mama. Yeah. And I'm like, hey, so let me give you a rundown of what's going on. And she's like, okay, like, let me have it. So I tell her all the information and I say, do you know? And I give her the girl's name and she said, yeah, I know her. And I'm like, holy crap. And I asked her how she knows her. And she said, our kids are on the same baseball team. And so we like, I'm familiar with her. Like our kids play baseball together. Well, when I told her the details and she, she knows that this girl works at this place. And I said, so the pregnancy thing. And she goes, what pregnancy thing? Like she's not pregnant. And I'm like, yeah, she's not. She goes, is she pregnant? And I'm like, no, I don't think so. <laughs> she's she not pregnant. And I said, is, I, she sometimes I told not. her about the conversation that I had with the secretary girl, which you're not allowed to record. Like Florida is a two-party consent state. So I'm not allowed to record conversation. Yeah. I'm not allowed to record audio, but I am allowed to report audio that I witness or that I hear myself or that I have myself, right? So I'm talking to my client and I'm telling her kind of what we talked about. So now she knows that her boyfriend is, but like the question remains, like how does he, how does he not know that she's not pregnant? Like, are they not doing the nasty? Like, do you know what I mean? Like at all? Yeah. Like what's the deal with that? Right. I mean, now I'm thinking, is there a religious element? Like maybe she's like, like, but they had sex obviously at some point. Well, yeah, because she's telling him that it's his baby, right? It doesn't make sense to me because you would think that like if you're cheating on your, I say wife because they've been together 10 years, but if you're cheating on your girlfriend or your baby mama, your longtime partner, wouldn't you You probably want to have sex to have sex with your other partner or whatever? Like it's fine if not, but like also why? Like that's weird. We don't understand much of cheating, but that's the one part of cheating that's like the easiest to understand. Like, yeah. And. This is one reason that I have a hard time telling the story is because like you don't like I don't get it. And like some of it just feels like it just seems stupid. Like if you're going to cheat on me, can you at least like I don't know. I just feel like if I'm going to cheat on someone, I'm going to have sex with my other partner or something. Right. Like, isn't that why most people cheat? Like, but I get there's like emotional whatever. But anyways, so she's telling this fella that this is his baby. So he thinks that he's having a baby with this girl. So me and my client start to kind of collaborate and figure out like what's going on. So she calls the husband of the woman and says, Ah. hey, listen, so your wife 
is not pregnant. And he's like, no, she's not pregnant. And she said, but she's pretending to be at work. And he says, what do you mean she's pretending to be pregnant? That's crazy. What are you talking about? You're insane. So this guy, I heard him on the other end of the line. He's like, this is stupid. What are you talking about? You're jealous of her, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, um, I, I don't, well, uh, did you have receipts? So she is telling him what I'm relaying to her about this girl, like pretending to be pregnant. Now at this time, mind you, I do have video of her walking with this guy pregnant. And then I videotaped her walking into the house. So you can clearly see that there's a baby a missing. So, oh, I know (laughs) what it is. Maybe she's a magician. Maybe she's a witch. She's got magical babies. Yeah, she really is. So this lady is married, cheating on her husband with this guy, tells the guy that she's pregnant. She has a fake belly. She is excited that he has chosen her over his own baby mama because she wants the relationship to work. So the husband, so the husband of the pretend pregnant lady He ends up going to one of the games because usually it was just the mom that was going to the games, right? So it's just one parent or the other. So he decides that he's going to show up at the game and she, my client, made sure that her man showed up at the game. So now Mm -hmm. you have all four. And Ah! mind you, I do not condone like doing this stuff like around kids. And like, there was obviously yes. these are kids that are playing games. So like this sucks, but like as much as I didn't like it, I don't like bringing kids into stuff. They go to this kid's game. They each make the spouse go, but the, the, the pregnant, the pretend pregnant lady didn't know that he was going to come. She, Cause she didn't know she was caught. And the husband or the boyfriend of my client, the baby daddy or whatever, he also didn't know why she was asking. She just said, do you want, like, you're going. And he's like, all right, whatever. Right. So all four of them are at this game now. And she, oh my ain't, gosh. she ain't pregnant. No, she so ain't. now he sees that she's not pregnant. Right. My client sees that she's not pregnant. The husband already knew she wasn't pregnant. Right. So they're out in the parking lot and all four of them are yelling at one another. Like they're screaming. And I, she asked me to be there because she's like, I need this all documented because when I go to court, like I want all of this to be documented. Oh my gosh. So you're watching from where? Your car? Yeah. So I'm in my car and I'm videotaping the whole thing. I can't record audio, but I can record video. So you can see like the whole thing going down. You can see it all happening. You can see them yelling at each other. And so this, this girl tells the guy in front of her husband, I lost your baby. And all like, she's telling him like, you stressed me out and you made me lose this baby. And the husband's like, so you're like, hello, I'm right here. Now I can't record it. Like I cannot record the audio, but you can clearly hear her say, you, you stressed me out. Like you made me lose this baby. Like she's trying to blame her boyfriend that she's cheating with for losing her baby in front of her own husband and in front of his girlfriend or baby mama in front of God and everybody. She's telling him, I lost the baby. And the husband's going, you weren't pregnant. And the wife is going, what the fuck is going on? And so you have these people fighting like, and so she's like, 
she's floored. Like this lady is like, she has her husband there. She has her boyfriend there. She has the baby mama of her boyfriend there. The husband's yelling at her, you weren't pregnant. And she goes, he made me lose my baby. And, and then like, it, oh my God, she's Delulu. She is Delulu. So she's crazy. So, so she really is crazy. Like this is a case of like, there's no way like in my mind, I was like, there's no way this is happening. Like, this is a joke, right? This lady is saying that she's pregnant. She's going to work every day at a place where people see her. She told her workplace she was pregnant. And apparently, according to my client's boyfriend, they were planning on like, and they were talking about the baby and they were going to do a baby shower for her and everything for a fake Ooh. baby. Who yeah. was going to do a baby shower for her? Who the people that pregnant? work with her. The people. She the went to people. work and she was pregnant. So when this place, it's interesting that there's a, it's such a big workplace in the community, I imagine. Did she think she'd not run into anyone else who would? That's what I was thinking. But like, I guess like, so where she, if she's seeing this guy that she works with, right? Like, I don't know if she thinks they're just like on their own little isolated planet. Like, I'm not really sure. But when she went to work- I don't think work, she thought very much. No, not at all. When she went to work, she was pregnant. But when she was outside of work and away from him, she was not pregnant. This is bonkers. So like, I, you've, you've heard of women like saying, oh, I'm pregnant, you know, to keep the guy and then being like, oh, I sure. lost it or whatever. This lady was going to work where there are thousands of people that work in this place going to work and they see her and people were, while I was sitting in there, people were waving at her, saying her name, like, bye so-and-so. And they were waving at her, saying her name, like, you know, hope you're doing okay. And they would make comments oh like, my you know, God. oh, you're getting, your belly's getting bigger or whatever. And she She's was like, yeah, pregnant. I got to buy another size. Yeah. And so she's, when they were at the baseball field, now, mind you, there's a ton of kids running around, like all these little babies are running around in their little like baseball costumes. And they're like, oh, mommy, mommy. And they're different teams. And, you know, there's, this is a big field. And so you have these four grown ass adults yelling at one another in the, not, not even the parking lot, like the, like, there's like the little field that separates like the ball field from the parking lot. And they're yeah. just out here in front of other parents, in front of kids and whatever. And they are screaming at one another. And she's defending the fact that she, now mind you, what she a, left like the workplace. She, she left the workplace pregnant, went immediately home, not pregnant. So she didn't like she didn't lose the baby. Do you know what I mean? No. no. And also we saw the pregnancy belly. Uh, yeah. I mean, I guess there's a world in which she could have early on and then chose to keep faking it. But like, that's still not good. That's still insane. Yeah. yeah. Who does that? Like what, on what planet do you, and so the, obviously like, obviously he, they have slept together because he thought that she was pregnant. How did she get away with not having sex with him when she was wearing the belly? Like, do we, I, that might be one of those questions that we don't have an answer to, right? It's one of those questions you, you can't answer. Like, I, she's not going to allow me to ask her. She's going to be like, you got me in trouble. <laughs> you know, That's but it, fair. It, it is one of those things that like, you don't get closure. Like, I don't get to know what the F is wrong with you. Like, you've got to be kidding me. And so I think that, and this is also, this is not the first time this has happened. Like this particular set of circumstances is like, like this, it's nothing exactly like this, but there have been many times when I have followed someone who said they were pregnant and they weren't, or didn't say that they were pregnant and they were, or were. whatever, or they're, they're lying to the partner about being pregnant. And I hate 
when people use pregnancy as like some sort of like manipulation. Um, yeah, a manipulation tool to keep somebody or like, you know, when women do that, like it's it's awful. It's a child involved sometimes, whether or not you're actually pregnant, like you're either creating the idea of a child for someone else or exactly. you actually are messing with a child. That's great. Well, it's and it's misleading loop. too, right? Because like how how must a guy feel if he thinks that he's having this kid, right? But also like I also wanted to know like what did he think was going to happen when the baby was born? And did he not know that she was married? Like he did not know. Uh, from what I understand, he did not know anything about her relationship. Because oh, I was going to say that one theory as to why they didn't why she got away with not being intimate with him during the pregnancy could have been that she was like, we can't have sex because like my husband will find out or maybe I got an, a, a disease. Well, because from my husband, like she could have used their different relationships to like throw or off something. sex. I, I wonder, like I would kill to be a fly on the wall in those homes and like just hear what their conversations are. And when they were walking out of the workplace, he was happy to see her. He grabbed her hand. Yeah, he wasn't hiding like, it. No, not at all. Like not in front of any of these people. And I'm like, I haven't worked in like an office situation like very often. Like I worked at Bank of America when I was in college. But I mean, we knew each other's like we people knew each, know other, each other spouse or you whatever. You go to the holiday party and you bring your, your yeah. partner. Like, it's not... That's weird. That's crazy. Yeah. And so literally, you guys, that's the ending to my story. That's the end. The, goodbye. Like, that's that's all. I don't have an end Yelling in you. the parking lot. You don't know if anybody broke up. You don't know. No, she left him. Oh, th sorry. That's not the end. She left his ass. <laughs> Yay. But he, like, I kind of want to just, like, sit down with, like, sir, if you're listening, can you please call me? I have so many questions. We I would just like questions. to know so many things. Like, first of all, did you— Because you were dogfish, too, sir. You were dogfishing, which was not so good. You were cheating. But you and were you also were heavily dogfish. Yes. And, like, this is a person who, like, okay, right? he was cheating on his girlfriend, okay? Like, he was cheating on his baby mama, his no common-law bueno. spouse, whatever you call it. Like, no good, right? So, for sure. But, like— she was lying to him about, number one, about being pregnant, which is awful. Number she, two, about being married. Like, everything. And how did you not have sex with her? And where were you going after work on those days? I want to know. This was a double dogfish. It was a double dogfish. She dogfished her dogfish. And she dogfished her husband. And, it, like, everybody was just dogfish. I don't triple like it. Dogfish. <laughs> triple dogfish. Triple dog dogfish. But <laughs> the thing, the whole thing was, like, for me— in the parking lot of that baseball field to see her totally disregard her own husband and this guy's spouse or girlfriend, whatever, baby mama, right there in front of everyone to defend the fact that she was pregnant, like to defend this whole thing. That's really messed up. I don't love how it came out, but I'm glad it came out. But also like it was gonna come out at some point. Like it's insane. But I wonder like, so... My first thing is like, as a PI, like you want to gather all the information, right? So first of all, I'm angry with myself because I feel like I, I feel like I let my client down and I feel like I kind Why? of messed up the case because you didn't go you, to the right door. Well, yeah, because you can't see everything. Right. And maybe I should have like, if I had known, if I had just watched the other door, if I had whatever, but the thing but was also, like when it made sense that he could have been staying in the building and then going to his car. Right. Like that made sense. 
And so, and because you can't watch everything, like you can't see, and like when a car pulls in, like you don't know he's in the car. Like all I see is that cars pulled in and next thing I know he's walking to his car from like an opposite direction of the building. So you really, I really only have two eyes. Like I can't see everything, but it really does make you feel like you, it makes you feel like you failed your case. Like I have no answers. I have no, I, have, you do I do have not answers. know where he was going. It just, it makes you, that's part of being a PI. And that's what people I think don't understand when they listen to my stories. They're like, but what happened? And I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> I literally I say, don't know. I, listening to it, the moment where you chose to follow her back to her home felt like one of those decisions that was only a smart PI could, would make. Like, I think so too. Like that was where you kicked it in. And that's the kind of stuff that sets you know, you guys apart, you specifically apart. Of course, you're going to be hard on yourself. We, if y'all could hear me and Mackenzie talking about this podcast, we're always like, I hope it's good enough. But yeah, you did a good job. Real bad. I but hope, I do. I hope you don't feel bad. <laughs> but it's interesting. Like a lot of people, like you have to think outside the box, right? Like you think this is my subject. I'm going to follow him and only him. But in a case like this, I was like, let, what's the freaking deal? Like, well, let's see. Let's, you know, just for shits and giggles, let's see what she's doing. And you guys, if I didn't, I might not have ever seen her without that ever stupid seen? belly. And she knew who the girl like the, did she knew that their kids played ball to, together i feel bad for her kids I, I feel bad for all i feel bad for her i feel bad for the husband the other guy i feel bad for all of them like and especially the kids it's terrible and like you're sitting there could you imagine just like being like hey mom watch this and then like all like there's four parents just like yelling at each other over like oh that's this. a core memory for them that's trauma for them yeah, and and then imagine being in front of the people you just got caught by, your husband and your uh, Mister's fiance, and you're like saying, "But I did. I was pregnant. You made me lose it because you stressed me out." Like, what? Well, you and were, the husband's sitting there, like, "What? Really? I am dead. I can't believe that she was faking that pregnancy. I'm." And also, yeah, that but you couldn't tell. Is, I swear to God, you guys, you couldn't tell. Like she, hundred percent, looked pregnant. It's not like she had a tissue box like shoved up her shirt. Like this was legit. <laughs> like this was a this was a legit. She probably had like a real baby belly. How much does a baby belly cost? I'm gonna look a hun- it up. Like hundreds of dollars. They're expensive. Fake baby belly. My Google <laughs> ads are about to start getting really weird. <laughs> My algorithm. You're start getting like birth weird. control ads. Okay, you can get one that kind of looks like Spanx stand-up, like spandex. It's yeah. like maternity. Oh, it's like shapewear. How much is oh, it? Oh, no. I think that's actually just shapewear for pregnant people. Never mind. <laughs> She's like, it's only $12.99. There's a good one that's like $41. A really, this one looks like a sack of potatoes with suspenders. <laughs> It's $15.98 on Amazon. If anyone Done. needs to be a crazy psycho and pretend they're pregnant, go for it. We, I, we do not, listen, we are not advocating for this. Like, do not pretend to be pregnant and dogfish your husband and your mistress. Don't. What do you call a boy that's a mistress? It's a, is it a mister? Uh, a mister? <laughs> a mistress? What do you call a male mistress? A mister. A misterer. A mistress. A mystery. A mistress. <laughs> But anyways, like, could you, like, just imagine that you're trying to defend yourself in front of your mister's fiance, your own husband. I can't. I, it's, it was beyond. But that, like, it's, 
it's so hard to like tell stories like that because you there's no I feel like there's just more questions too many Q's not enough A's legit but that's not our fault I do think you did a good job with this case I don't think anyone saw that coming I did not see that coming I didn't see it coming. I thought, I was like, there's no, like, what is she doing? And a part of me felt bad because I was like, what if she really did lose the baby, like, on her drive home? And I was like, that's not, <laughs> like, I don't, like, that's not a thing. Like, you can't do that. No, like, it's, it's like a time If thing. she had a big belly, you don't just like. Ooh. Yeah. And like, I was like, well, maybe, oh. maybe she's like, I don't know. She was clearly pregnant. Like, she was, like, clearly, like, she was wearing, what do you call the the tops that are kind of like maternity? It's like a peplum top. And it had, like, the little ruffles. Like, she was definitely dressing like maternity. She was leaning in. You know what? Like, hardcore. Yeah, I I will say. I need to know what you guys think about this. Because I'm I'm still, like, every time I tell these stories, I'm just like, there's, I can't, I can't. Well, this one's great. It's crazy. Has, I want to hear if anybody has had any, any kind of stories, dogfish stories that relate to a fake pregnancy and also transition. The fact that this was a largely female dogfish, we have been talking about how we would like some more story submissions of female dogfishes. Yeah. And if you're a dude who a woman has ever lied to you about being pregnant or she tried to trap you in some way. Or a woman who a woman who has lied to you about being pregnant or tried to trap you. Yeah. Any of the above. If you're a woman who like, who has lied about being pregnant, like, I mean, it sucks or whatever. No one wants to admit that, but we will totally anonymize you. Like, I want to hear, we need to hear these stories like from the actual people themselves. Like, it would be so interesting to hear like what was going through your mind and what, what your thought was. And yeah, like we want to hear those things and we can totally anonymize it. So we would just love to hear your stories. We also, this is taking in a slightly different direction, but correct, like add to this list if I forget. We've been talking about other kinds of stories that we are looking into. And we had a listener of the podcast or a friend of the podcast, friend of the pod, share that a lot of dogfish scams happen in like 12-step programs. People really take advantage of people going through that, which is awful. But if we can find a story of something that has happened related to a 12-step program, I think not only would we want to tell it, but it could be an opportunity to help a lot of people who may not know that that's a, a vulnerable space. So if anyone is comfortable yeah, sharing a story like that, let about. us know. I know. When Molly brought it to us, I didn't think about that. But it makes sense. Also, yeah, it does. I, I would love to hear about those. And like the scams and the dog fishing. But also with the holidays coming up, I okay so for Halloween you guys like October's almost here I want to hear all the ghosted stories like everything about being ghosted getting ghosted did you ghost someone I need to hear literally all the ghosted we're gonna do like a hot like a October ghosted series and they can be little ghosting stories like just simple but also there I'm sure are some dogfish stories where they're big ghosting where somebody like disappeared and you had no idea where they which is very scary but that's how we know like any story of like poof disappearance or poof scary let us know or like you were i've been ghosted so many times where like people have been like talking to me and then before you know it they're just gone never talk to you ever again and you're like we didn't like i i didn't even let him touch me in any of my no-no places or anything he just left like like nothing it's not about you (laughs) if you've ever ghosted someone i want to hear from you specifically but if you've ever been ghosted too we need to hear it like what happened how I want to hear about like how great it was going. And then all of a sudden you're just like, what the F? Like they're just gone. 
Because that has happened to me. Like I have so many stories to tell. Well, we'll I want to hear them when we get to those episodes. And then we can get way ahead of it. Christmas, Hanukkah. Yeah, what happened? Holiday did, stories, does anybody Thanksgiving. Have, like, any of the holiday stories where like you got dogfished on like a holiday or like, oh, maybe you brought them home to meet your family and they like weren't who they said they were or someone recognized them and was like, no, that's dun, dun, not dun. right. <laughs> We need to hear them. You guys, send us an email. You can email us at investigate at datingdetectivepod.com. Send us all the things. And we also are all over the socials, Dating Detectives Podcast, and we're on Patreon. Yeah. And you get two extra, two, not, is it, you can't say two extra bonus bonus episodes. It's two (laughs) bonus episodes a month on the Patreon. You can say whatever you damn well, please. But if you say week. two extra bonus episodes, is that four episodes? <laughs> two um, extra bonus. It's just, you guys know what I mean. Two freaking extra you episodes. Don't, know. <laughs> don't hurt yourself. Don't hurt yourself. <laughs> I don't math. <laughs> but definitely sign up for the Patreon. It's only $5 a month. We appreciate your support so much. There's like a community group chat. We can all chat and you get early access to merch and two bonus episodes a month. Sorry. I just remembered her, I just am imagining her walking out of her car without that belly, without that damn belly. Well, and when I'm I looked at it, I was again. like, oh, dum dee dum. Like I was just videotaping her. She gets inside and I didn't think anything of it. And then all of a sudden I was like, wait a darn minute. And it just, it, that was it. I cannot wait to hear what everybody thinks. Yeah. I, Woo, we need to know what you guys think of this episode. So send us a DM, send us an email, a good comment on the socials. Thank you so much for telling me this story, my beautiful dating detective. That was crazy. I hope you enjoyed it, but also I'm sorry I don't have more answers. <laughs> don't be. You found so much and also now we get to fill it in. And the client, by the way, she trusted her femme tuition. She called a PI and said something isn't right. Go find out. So... As always, trust your femme tuition. <laughs> Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.